0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply. Need to hire you need indeed.
1: Hey everybody. It's Elliot. Um, starting the pod this way because I want to explain to you what you're about to hear. Um, Clive and I are very much under the weather and that tells you that we are not fit for purpose for following Arsenal home and away if this is what it does to us, but actually quite sick, uh, and I think a couple of people feeling under the weather. We're going to put the main pot out this week on Friday. Um, and we play on Monday, so I think that's sort of a fine cadence anyway. But I wanted to put something out for you, and we did a director of football role play series in January that I thought was a lot of fun. Sort of showcases how we try to fill the time when there's not a lot of football, and there certainly wasn't a lot of transfer rumor stuff going on then, but this is fun. We did this with Phil, and we did it with Scott, we did it with Clive, we did it with each and every person, and Gave him a chance to say, "Hey, you have a hundred million. You got to raise in sales. You got two hundred million. You got to do in buys. How are you going to do it?" The spreadsheet we used for that uh, to keep track of that is in the show notes, so you can check that out. There will be a main pod as usual on Friday. Um, we actually also did a Shade and Freud pod with Tim, making fun of United and Chelsea, uh, their Cup final exit, and Spurs. That was done before the FA Cup ties, and we did a Newcastle rewatch with Phil Costa, um, where we talked a little bit about Mudrick rumors and the finances that came out just a little bit, and we'll have more on that. So there's a lot of fun stuff happening over there, but as I always say, if you just want to be over here, um, you know, we're, we're just thrilled that you listen. And uh, while I'm not feeling very well right now, I'm happy to get something out for you. So hopefully you like this. If it inspires you to, to come join us over on the Patreon side, we'd love to have you there. If not, you can have a main pod coming up this week, and either way, there's a lot more to come uh, with Arsenal playing on Monday. So we love you. I'll turn it over to myself and to Clive for the role play Director of Football episode. Now the moment everyone's been waiting for in the director of football series. The time you get to find out. Will Clive stick to the format? This is the Arsenal Vision Postmatch Podcast. My name's Ellie Smith. You can block me on Twitter at Yankee Gunner. That's really what everyone's here for, right? Ah, this name, that name, this price, that price. No, no, no. Is a guy going to stick to the format? Well, I can already tell you that he has come to the the pre-show meeting. When I say pre-show meeting, it's like we just kind of chat for a bit see how our days are going he's like good news mate i've done exactly what you asked i'm ready to do it i've got three lists (laughs) so so we're we're already we're already off into it into a bit of a custom a bespoke director of football episode but thanks for being here love you for being a patron it is director of football role play and here to do it today is clive hello clive
2: hello hello how are you how are you
1: yeah yeah i'm I'm okay man um i you know it's it's funny I, i think uh Life can just get stressful, and it's weird the things that will stress you out. Like um, we're trying to get another puppy.
2: Oh, and, you! I didn't realize that.
1: Oh, yeah, smart. which is really smart because you know one puppy is a bit of a hassle. So t- two puppies is definitely going to fix that right yeah. up. Um,
2: but it's good fun. Trust me. For a man who's yep. got two had two puppies and had twins in the real world, mm-hmm. <laughs> trust me, they look after each other. It's all good.
1: <laughs> well, so so here's the funny thing, right? I have two. Two daughters. Here's the uh, the the screening they do when they're about to send you home from the hospital with a human baby. Okay, get the car, leave. Goodbye. You're done. It's time to go home. (laughs) When you want to get a puppy. We need to do a home visit. We need three references. We're going to call your references. We're going to come to your home and check your home. We need you to fill out this 42-page questionnaire on whether you've ever owned a dog before. Like, it's nuts. It was easier to bring a human child home into my house than it is to bring a four-legged furry animal. But that's good because we don't want animals mistreated. I just think maybe we should also not want children mistreated. Anyway, um, so as you and I sit here about to record this Arsenal play later today. So we don't have any witty banter about that. There's no news on that. We're going to skip right to the director of football thing. For those of you who haven't listened to it before, first of all, shame on you. But if you haven't, here's the way it goes. These are fixed amounts. He must, he must sell a hundred million pounds worth of players at fees that I approve. Now, some people said we should have just gone with transfer marked fees. I'm pretty close on those, but now because the stage has been set with the previous two we did, if he picks selling anybody we've sold before, he's only gonna get the amount that we've approved before. He's not talking me into another amount. Phil tried that and uh, didn't go well. Okay, (laughs) then he's gotta spend 200 million. He doesn't have to spend all of it, but that's the max he's got to spend. The reason we're doing it this way is if you do net spend, then you can get into fantasy land where you're like, I'm selling Saka for 120 million, I'm, I'm buying Mbappe and Holland from City. It can get a little silly. So we're doing it this way. Plus, no Raya purchase, no Ramsdale sale. We know that has to happen. It cancels itself out, so we're not including that in the factor. So if you want to follow along, I'll put the link to the sheet with everybody's efforts uh, in the description, and you can look at that. And with that, Clive, let's start selling first, I think, because that's the one that I think is probably going to line up to what most people have done, right?
2: Yeah, I mean... um... I don't agree with some of your prices, and the Uh, first—I've no (laughs) doubt—the first price. I mean, Thomas Party, ten million. I mean, we might as well just start a charity, a registered charity. Should we just start that up? I mean, because um, (laughs) we do a fundraiser. Let's just do one. Let's just like do a charity, register ourselves, and go from there. Because when this, we have short memories, but when this guy can play, he has no peer in that position. So, so can I stop you for a
1: second? Because I want to, I want to ask you something on this. I agree. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. He is on a big wage. He is getting older. Two hundred thirty, 30-
2: which is which is three and a half years ago. Two hundred grand. Right,
1: right, right. No, no, no. I know. But I'm forty five million asking essentially.
2: is- Forty five million release clause in cash done. The money's booked. So if hmm. we get now, it's going to be book value. That's we good. right. So,
1: so I guess what I'm saying in terms of the fee, if Saudi Arabia wants to buy him, yeah, you have my attention. It's forty million. It's fifty million. Name, you know, name, name the weird number. If it's not Saudi Arabia buying him, who can afford a fee beyond $10 million and pay his wage who would want him at his age and, and with his fitness concerns? He's not going to go to a team in the Premier League. We know that. So it's Italy where the new it's tax Italy. laws are probably going to change <laughs> yeah. the dynamic. Italy. So, is there an Italian club that's going to give us forty million pounds and pay him two? No, no, no. I don't. I do
2: not mean forty million. I'm. I'm talking twenty million. You know, you had him for mm. ten, didn't you, in the sheet?
1: I, I did, and, and and it was it was purely based on. I, I think, first of all, I mean, I think there's a chance we might just keep him, and, and he. Well, I, I,
2: I t- honest to God, if 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 mm. we kind of get ten million quid for him, I would literally extend him and keep him. Mm. and then and rotate him that's what i would do but hey look i'm not gonna spend too much time on it but that that to me stood out i've got um nelson i had him at 15 what have you guys got him at 10? nelson
1: we had at eight
2: eight why eight
1: so the nelson t- so no starts in the premier league in two two plus years now um pushing twenty five, twenty four, twenty five. 24 25 um, yeah. injury track record hasn't really been able to establish himself. And he just signed a new deal, which means he's on an improved wage. So unlike some of these young players you see going for, you know, 20, 25 million, cause they're on 15 million, 15,000 a week. He's on probably close to a hundred grand a week now. So he's on real premier league money, which means a premier league club isn't getting a discount to, to get him from us. So I think there's that. And we get the full 8 million, you know, he's, he's an academy kid. So we booked the 8 million, right away right so that's that, that feels low to me
2: I'd, I'd say 10 to 15 i I'd say mm. 15 plus 5 only because he would have people looking at him because he's a premier league athlete one thing i would say he may have had some untimely injuries but when he comes back from not playing he turns up and he looks exactly the same and people can see transfer
1: mark has him at 15 million euros so what's that like 10 million
2: yeah pounds? i i had him at 10 to plus five in my little thing here. yeah but. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, I'm not going too heavy on that. You decide. I had Eddie at 30, and I'm not sure what you guys had him as. We 25. did 25 on Eddie. I mean, yeah. Which, and, we and I, never I'll never say him for more than 30 plus 5, never. There's a part of
1: me that thinks if we get 25, it's an absolute coup. I don't know that we can get it, I, but I, it's close. It depends. I, I think this one will really surprise me, and I think it depends on who comes in for him, like, like it does with any of these players. The thing with Eddie is... He has scored goals in the Premier League. He's in his prime. He's English. His wage is on the higher side of what the mid to low table clubs pay. But for a striker with Premier League goals, like it's not that crazy. I mean, maybe I, I don't the know.
2: comparison is probably Solanke. Would you say Solanke? He's a, maybe, um, yeah. And that's Solanke. If you're trying to buy Solanke right now, what in the world do you buy him at? You know, so...
0: Slanky's yeah, I mean, a
2: year or two older. And he's only really kicked off this year. It, and but we would see him, we'd probably pay 45 million for him. Cause he's someone else's treasure. You know, so. Now,
1: just so just so we're clear, Sport Spotrak has Solanke on fifty grand a week. So half, roughly half what Eddie's on. Um he he is probably pretty far ahead of Eddie from a from what people think he is, those standpoint, right, Solanke?
2: Well, I watched him versus Liverpool last week and watched him really closely to see if he could impact their defense. He might as well mm-hmm. be sitting next to me and you, mate. So I, t- I turned away from him.
1: Honestly, is that is that a compliment?
2: Uh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't run him. He didn't post. He didn't win it in the air. He did nothing. And yeah. I watched him to see if he could separate. Nothing. So. I I am I'm comfortable whatever you say there. I got Kante. Look, he's got
1: 12 goals this season, but but I confess, like I I haven't watched, and I don't know if if it's any good. It's 11 non penalty goals. The thing that he has that Eddie doesn't have, he has a. I mean, last season he he, 2,800 minutes in the Premier League, so you know he's he's been sort of starter level for a team that stayed up in the Premier League. And and the the one thing where he really stands out versus Eddie, interestingly, is his assists, is what he does from a creative standpoint.
2: He's um, a good player. I, I, I quite, I, I like him. You know, I like him. Mm-hmm. I respect you. I like him more than Eddie, but um, <laughs> because I think he can do a bit more. Um, but hey, look, he, he actually ended Eddie's career. Him and Tammy Abraham ended his Chelsea career. Sorry, and um, they had they had the three of them, and they chose the two tall ones, <laughs> mm-hmm. had, and sent Eddie to Arsenal. And so he's done very, very, very well. He's done very well, to be honest.
1: Look, um, if we get 25 million for Eddie from where he was a couple seasons ago, I, 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 we should be. You know, there's this weird thing we do because. So, so here's the thing, right? What I think of a player when it's debating whether they should be playing for us is very different from what I think of a player when we try to say, "Have they been a success from the academy?" Eddie yeah. is an unqualified academy success. Unqualified, he is starting Premier League games for us. Do I think he's as good as we need? I don't, but he has held up. He's going to bring in a big fee. He's going to go have a Premier League career. I don't think any of those things were a guarantee when he was off at Leeds not playing um, on his loan in the championship. So I I think it's a phenomenal success story for Eddie and for the club and a 25 million pound fee for an academy player who hasn't totally broken through and is it 25 about to be or is 25 whatever like... That's a that's a success story, Clive. So we should keep oh, you know, yeah. we should at least I, focus on that. It's a success
2: yeah. story. I think it's five I think it's a five mil light. When you think what we've got for Joe Willock, I just think it's five mil light. But based on what he's done and based on he has the currency, which every team wants, is somebody who can stick the ball in the back of the net. So um so yeah, that's just my view. Well if, if Eddie it.
1: goes on a run of scoring, you know, eight goals in five games somewhere, ten games and we might get forty for him, forty five, yeah.
2: you know. Yeah, I'd say I'd say thirty. Thirty plus five is my sort of my sort mm. of um if I was Eddie and I saw that, I think, yeah, I can I can live with that, you know, to take the deal and move on. Um Sambi, I just stayed at ten with you guys, really. Because you had him at ten, is that
1: right? That is correct.
2: Oops. Tierney at ten.
1: Party, Nelson, Eddie, Sambi, Tierney. Yeah, so we did Tierney at 10. We did Sambi at 10.
2: Yeah. Cool. Tabfrage, you had it too. Is that just like, I didn't hear the conversation. Is that some sort of disrespectful conversation that you
1: had? No, <laughs> it just, um, I mean, he's he's not in a position where I think we can get a fee much more or even anything from like
2: we, we bought his know. player for 6.8 million quid and mm. if we can't get 5 million quid from somebody for a 23 year old wing back from somebody in, in, in those leagues I, and I think yeah but i mm. I think there are teams Marseille want to buy him now and I still think and that's not gone away by the way it still might come yeah. back for him um, Forrest so, has to let him go yeah so that's a, that, that's the bit where Arsenal can be a bit dumb why would you ever do that have a loan deal mm. with no break laws. You know that favors the club, yeah. not the um, the host club. So hey, it doesn't it's so really hard matter. For me to
1: understand what Nuno is, because he just he hasn't played that much, right? Um...
2: He's a wing back. I I stood up for him when he was first coming in, not because I thought he was the best left back in the world. Remember we were playing with the left back pushing on. Remember yeah. we were pushing out. Just get him out the get him out of the back four into the front five. That was always my thing with him. Remember we used to we used to rock it round and have Shaka go left back sort of thing? That was mm. that was the only way he could survive in Arsenal's team. And he's had many games we did really, really well with that. And impressed the manager. But then we started to keep him behind the ball. And there's no point in doing that because he's just mm. uh he's just box boxer rebels, mate. He don't know what you're gonna get. He literally can just run anywhere with it get him running onto the ball ahead of the ball he's a real weapon he can come inside he can go outside but mate anywhere in your half you've got a problem right so um but yeah that's well,
1: what he is let's put it this way i mean we may be light on some of these sales figures but i also oh, let, i also let scott buy Eze for 40 million which is a nonsense so it, yeah. we, we made up for it in the end
2: yeah I spoke to somebody I know who's been linked to Crystal Palace, and he's, they're not that impressive as a this year, but a hey, separate discussion. Interesting. Um, hmm. So, Tavris, we'll keep it at whatever you want it to be. I've got one you missed, which I think could get some money for, is Charlie Patino. I think I've got him down between 10 and 15 million.
1: So, I'm curious about that because, like, is. I've heard mixed reports of how he's doing
2: there. It's not, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's all about the market, isn't it? I think he suits a team mm. abroad. I think you, what you're going to find, you're going to find some people prepared to take a risk on a English homegrown player. They'll take him and then they'll say, okay, how can we cook him? send him back to England at a profit in a few years' time. So he has real value at $15 million. Because if he even did well when he was abroad, he would come back forty million, you know, and forty million for an experienced player that's played in the, in the top five league, he could come back. I just seen a young Blackburn player go to Crystal Palace today. His second name is Wharton. I just checked out the video of him. If you look at him, he's like he's like Patino. Oh. He's a little bit leggier, but he's young. He plays deep, he's left footed, centre mid, that can really look after the ball. I looked at him, I thought that's Charlie patina I wonder what the price is that Pais is going to pay for him. I think it's around 20 million. Right? So 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 I just say so too we I'm can't on. get 10 to Sorry, 15 for Patino. I think I think that would be that would be good business for us.
1: Yeah, and here, so here's where I am willing to give you 10 million. First of all, that's roughly what Transfer mark has him worth. But according to Capology, he's on four thousand pounds a week. And this yeah. is why you can get 10 million, right? Because someone can put him on 15,000 pounds a week, you know, and and amortize that transfer fee and have an English midfielder and gamble on him breaking through. And then he's a 60 million, 70 million pound player when he's 23 and you're paying him 15 grand a week. Like it, I, I, I can give you 10 million there for sure. Yeah. So you're 25 light. Um,
2: so the other player I'm going to sell is Trossard for 20 million. Okay, is that a right fee? Do you think? Because no one's had him before. So, what does he come up at?
1: That's a, that's a good question. Let's um. Yeah, I think he's. Let's see what the 25. old transfer mark has him. Leo Tressard transfer mark. His value on transfer mark is thirty-eight million euros. So I'll I'll that, that sounds high, doesn't it?
2: You've got to say twenty-five million a minimum. Twenty. I'll give you twenty-five million for Tressard. Yeah.
1: All right, and that gets you to the number.
2: There you go. Done. My Get reasons on level Trossard level. is, mm-hmm. my reasons on Trossard is, I think the things he does which are really, really good, we're going to replace and we can develop in two players. And the two development players are Smith-Rowe and Vieira. When you've got somebody that's 29, 30, you should be investing in the younger players. We're on mm. 40 grand a week each. And so... I think Smith-Rowe can play false nine. I think he can play left wing. I think he can play left eight. Not all the time, but I think he can do it. I definitely think the Smith-Rowe false nine thing is to be discovered. I think we're messing up there by not trying it. You know, so, we um, yeah, haven't. sorry. I, I think I really we're messing like up. Though. We just haven't had a chance to try it. I wish we could do Roper League games to try it again because I think it's, I think he can really do that job really well.
1: Don't wish that new existence, Clive. Don't you dare yeah, wish yeah, that yeah, new yeah. existence. Okay, so let me say this on the Trissard thing. Why I think there's... It's not something I would have wanted to do because I think you you sell your sort of 12th, 13th man at, at your peril because those are hard players to keep happy and to have at the mm-hmm. level you want. But where I think this one makes sense the more I think about it is, first of all, I don't think he's a success as a left winger for us particularly. I don't think that's the profile. I think you really need to find a path for Vieira and Smithrow to play. And left eight is the position. And Kai, you know, could play nine, we know we're going to go for striker at some point. So you're going to have new striker plus Jesus plus Kai as striker options. You're going to have Smith, Rowe, and Vieira as left eight options along with Kai. You've got Martinelli on the left, and you probably need a player who can play on the left, but if you buy another striker, Jesus comes into that group. I think you can afford to do this and clear a path for players who need to break through in Smith, Rowe, and Vieira. Now, the problem may be that Smith, Rowe, and Vieira don't break through. Uh, Smith-Rowe maybe doesn't stay fit. Vieira yeah. maybe isn't good enough or doesn't stay fit. So there's risk, but I I, I actually think the reasoning there makes a lot of sense. But I, I want to say one other thing about the sale, Clive. This is where I think the market is very, very, very tricky. Because think about this for a minute. Just hear me out. Trissard just turned 29. Mm-hmm. He's on 90 grand a week per what's on the internet. He is a very good Premier League quality player. Yep. 90 grand a week is more than almost all of the Bundesliga teams pay bar a couple of them more than almost all the league on teams pay bar a couple of them more than all of the La Liga teams pay bar three of them or four of them more than 70% of the Serie A teams pay. So if it's going, if he's going to one of those leagues, he's going to be one of the highest paid players on the team that buys him and 25 million would be a record transfer fee for 70% of the club's in those leagues. Now, that he could go to a Madrid, a Barca, a Juve, a Napoli, a, a PSG, a Marseille. Okay, so those clubs could do it. He could go in the Premier League. In the Premier League, he makes total sense. But I think this is the trouble when you're a selling club right now is that you either need a Premier League team to bite, or you need one of the three wealthiest teams in the other European leagues to bite, or you ain't getting a fee. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's that's why this is so tricky. You got to find some, I mean, you got to find someone in the Premier League, basically, you know?
2: Yeah, I suppose the way it works, say, for example, Trossard is like 30, 35 million euros value. I'll sell him at 25 million. And then say, we're going to sell him under value. Then you deal with his wages. You give him his, you know, you do the signing on fee. And then he makes his wages up that way. You know, and that's what, and he may say, actually, I've got a contract, I think he's got 18 months to go on his contract. So he may say, actually, I, I'm, I'd rather take 70 million for three and a half years, sorry, 70 grand a week for three and a half years rather than my 90 grand for 18 months. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it elongates mm-hmm. his career. So it's about your ability to pay. It's about your ability mm-hmm. to spread that wage over the length of the contract. And the con- the actual transfer fee, don't get, don't get hung up on it too much because you're going to it's going to be done in stages. It's all about your ability to pay the wage from year on year. That's what things are tracking. So, to me, 25 million on his wages, I think he can go to, he can go to any of the Milan clubs. He can go to Napoli. He can go to Juventus. You know, he can go to Roma. All these clubs have recently had big sales, or big sales to make. And so that's how they replace a player at the, at the physical, technical level that the Premier League offers. They can come into the Italian League and really do well. So I don't, Honestly, I don't see that as a something too outrageous. I think sometimes we just don't realize yeah. that some of our players are quite good. <laughs> we just kill them.
1: Oh, I mean, <laughs> no question. Like it's just so interesting. I think because when I look at like record transfer fees, we, we've gotten so I think numb to the big fees that Premier League clubs pay, and then you cast your eye out of the Premier League. And it gets pretty cheap, pretty fast. Mm. You know, th- those clubs are living in the days of when you know Shavin was was our record transfer fee, um, which is you know it seems crazy, but that that's really where it is. So, just um, I, I do think there there is a bit of a challenge for any director of football, you in this case, of finding the buyer, right? And, and sometimes it's about finding the dope because with you know with Newcastle, we found a dope where Joe Wilk is concerned, not because Joe Wilk isn't a decent player, but that no one else was going to pay that fee. You know, I I think what we got for Owobi from Everton, I don't think anybody else was going to pay that fee. These are not bad players. It's just the way this market is, there's no efficiency in the transfer market. It's not like going out to buy soup. You, You know, it's a very efficient market at the grocery store. It's a highly inefficient market. So it also means that, for example, Clive, like to your point about Eddie, let's say we we're in a, tr- a title race at the end of the season, and Jesus gets injured, and Mikel goes with Eddie, and he goes on a five game run where he scores in every game for the last five of the season, and we wind up winning the title. Eddie will go for seventy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it. it, it well, we probably keep him and sign him on a quarter million a week deal. But you know. So, and by the way, I would like to live in that reality that i just expressed um first of all because winning the title would be fun and second of all my mentions if eddie uh is the hero that wins us the title would be would be a lot of fun um it's all about the project stages isn't it but you
2: know two years ago eddie's absolutely fine where we're going where we want Mm -hmm. to go eddie's not quite there right so that's really important too. where other people are different stages of their project they get a guy to they get a 24 year old english centre forward that fits their dressing room culture Studied in the Premier League, There's experienced in Premier League, that's played in Europe, we'll have some of that. You know
1: what's interesting, Clive? You're, you're between a rock and a hard place in a way. Because if you think about it, you could make the argument, well, sell before they become not good enough for the team you have. But the irony is we've seen this. When you're bad and you sell your squad players, no one wants to pay for them. When you're good and you sell your squad players their value goes up with your perception, the perception of your squad overall. So it's, yep. it's sort of one of those in, uh, inflationary um, dynamics. Okay. Let's, let's swing over to the purchases, but just to restate, you sold party, Nelson, Eddie, Sambi, Tierney, Taverez, Patino, and Trussard. Um, You kept Vieira and Kivior, which Phil did not do. And um, Vieira and ESR went as part of Scott's sales. So um, you've, I, I think you've managed to hold on to, obviously, Smith Rowe, which a lot of people will like. He's he's the, he's the a really divisive topic here because, obviously, I think Smith Rowe has value. I think we can get a good fee for him. I also think that if Smith Rowe can hit, reach his potential, it would be a shame not to be the club that he reaches it at. So, interesting one to keep track of. Okay, where are you going with your incomings? Um, I think it's fair to say that we're going to need attackers in, in light of what you've sold. So who, who are you going with yeah. first?
2: So what I'm going to do, I'm gonna, if you can you, you can get the spreadsheet ready, mate, I'm going to do it. three lists. One, mm-hmm. and they're going to be defined by the center forward. And so the first list is going to be the Ivan Tony list. as my center forward choice.
1: Hang on. I'm going to do a copy. Oh, let's do this. Let's do a copy and a paste and a copy and a paste so I can keep track of your three lists. Mom told me I'd never learn Excel. To be fair, I'm learning <laughs> Google Sheets. Okay. Um, what do you got? Number one.
2: Right. So the Ivan Tony list, right? So for my winger, I'm going for Nico Williams. Yep. There's a choice of three. Nico Williams has got he's got like a 42 or 41 million pound release scores. That's fixed, so don't mess with me on that number. Right. So um and
1: we, we, we did forty-five for Nico Williams.
2: Right. Okay. It's really, it's, it's ones and twos won't matter on this one, hopefully. Okay. But, um <laughs> the reason why I've gone for him is he's genuine two sided winger. I did see the numbers mm-hmm. on Neto and Aliso. Neto Neto, who I love on the eye, is more of an attacker. He's all. he can almost be a centre forward. He doesn't really mm. work hard off the ball, but on the ball is incredible, right? So, to my eye, I love him the most. But just knowing the know that now I know you lot, and all, <laughs> I, I don't just do my eye. I look around and see what the output is, etc.
1: In injury issues, I think scare people off from Neto too.
2: Injury, yeah, and I did hear Phil say something. Phil right. I think he had a patella. He cracked his patella, was a major injury. That took a mm. while to come back from, and then he'd done his hamstring, probably a grade two hamstring this season. The injuries were not linked, but people don't forget it, right? So the patellar injury was quite serious. I think he had a problem when he was trying to come back. So they went on longer than it should have done, which obviously lead to muscle injuries. So, um, so Nico Williams, I don't know if anyone's picked him yet, but I think I've seen him and I look at him and I think, okay, you are genuinely both-sided. You have a striker's mentality. So his ability to really threaten people and... One of the things that I'm trying to fix when I go into these lists is I think we lack physicality up front. So sometimes think what you don't have. So we've got two really flashy wide men in Saka and Martinelli. But I want a wide man with size. I want somebody that brings something else. And Neto brings exactly what Saka and Martinelli bring, in my opinion. Alise is probably closer to Vieira, in my opinion, from a creative attacking midfielder stroke winger perspective. Or Lisa is 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 a hot talent. And I think Nico Williams offers He offers a different dynamic. And that's what you're trying to ask. when you're looking at this. Can I bring a different dynamic to the group? So that's why I've gone for him. Well see, Ivan is my centre. Ivan is my centre forward option on this list. I had him at 65. And and I and I started at 50 and I crept up, to be fair to the listener.
1: I'm totally, totally comfortable with giving you that.
2: Yeah, totally. I'm a 65. I've got to be reasonable and say, and I've got my theories for him. I honestly, my theory on him is we need somebody that offers us physicality down the centre, but also massive creativity and massive influence against other centre-backs. They will have to mark him. His ability to go into wide areas and create, his first game back, if you look at it on, on, on tape, it's actually quite stunning what he did in that game. You know? Do I see him in an Arsenal shirt? If you ask me, honestly, Elliot, I'm not sure. But there's Mm. too many people that are connected to the club telling me, if you read between the lines, this is the thing that could happen. You know? And um, so I I can't ignore it. I can't ignore it. And um, so I've gone for Nico Williams, Ivan Tony, My midfielder, I've gone Zubimendi. And the reason I've gone Zubimendi is it's all about ball dominance and passing ability right so i think we need that build up from the central areas as a, as a second midfielder cuz i think kai's not a build up person he's somebody on the end of the build up x received guy so we need to add build up for me to is the closest to Jorginho. arteta loves Jorginho. and so that's
1: 60 million
2: so we 51 million that's his release clause you can okay. check it, mate. I checked it this morning. I'll do it.
1: I'll do it. That's gonna be mad at
2: me. <laughs> check it. In. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Phil's this and he's smiling because he knows the release clause like I do, right? So it's 51 million. And uh, Anika Williams, the reason why I picked those two is because of the release clause as well. Right? So, yeah, you, you know what?
1: We might have gotten fooled by the Euros thing because we were talking about that Zubamendi has a, a 60 million euro release clause.
2: Correct, which is 51 million pounds. Well,
1: I'm going to check you on that. 60 million... <sighs> Euros One to change. pounds, fifty-one and change. Look at the man; he's basically a banker. Okay, we'll give it to you for 51.3. 51, <laughs> 51. <3. Okay>.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: you got thirty-nine to spend. Now you're in good shape.
2: In good shape. So I've gone for I've gone for something that we don't have. <laughs> I've gone for a fullback in Firdi Kadioglu. Kadioglu. All right. Yeah, and the reason why I've gone for him, and I've been. Funny enough, he's only a person that was introduced to me about, about three, four weeks ago when he was first linked to Arsenal. And I thought, oh, let's have a look at him. And Phil said, he's like Cancelo. I thought, oh, I didn't know that. Let me have a look. He's actually probably a bit more more than Cancelo from, from a versatility point of view. He can do the left-back, right-back thing. He can play inside and out, but really he can play out. He really is an overlapper. And I think, you look at the squad again, what don't we have? We don't have that overlapping fullback. The closest we have is Ben White. Other people do it, but don't do it as a as a trade, if you see what I mean, it, It's not their trade. Mm. He can do it. He can also fit in as a left winger and a right winger. So he's a truly, truly versatile player. So at the moment the price is around twenty million. Yep, that's what I have. <clears throat> yep. Yep. I've got a bit left, have I? Got a bit left? You got 19
1: million. So you, you got a defender right. in, a midfielder in, and two very good attackers. I, I think you're putting these other, these other fools to shame, frankly, but keep going.
2: And so I wanted a project. And one mm-hmm. thing I think we lacked is a two-footed center midfielder. And I think two-footedness is something we, we, we have when we have people like Pai. You can shift the ball, move it side to side, and, and make us unpredictable. And so the player I've gone for is a bit of a project from Boca Juniors, Ezequiel Fernandez. I've got him down as twelve million pounds, but because I know they want fifty million euros, so I've just I just spit What's a his name? Ezekiel Fernandez.
1: Oh right, 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 right. Yep. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And okay. I just I've just been looking at him, and I just saw his two footedness. I took me a while to work out what foot he is. I'm still not too sure. And the way he shifts it. And I just think with my, I just think we miss that. How many players now are Santi Gazzola like that can shift it? They can shift it and move it, go either side, dribble both feet, receive it both feet, back foot, do whatever you like. I looked at him and thought, wow, you're a project. Can we afford a project? I think we can in that sense. What do you you think he is? Five million, eight million? Well, I actually put him down at 12. 12 million because I had the the money anyway, right? I'll give them to you for 10. Yeah. So. All right. Is that your list? Is that list one? That's that's my list one. So
1: first things first, I just want to be clear. They're burning an effigy of you outside of the Emirates because you had 9 million pounds to spend that you didn't spend. They've got signs saying, spend some effing money, Clive. Get your checkbook out, Clive. I think you've done a brilliant job here, but you've left money on the table. Why don't we do this just to appease them? let's give let's give someone more money for one of these players uh Nico Williams I made uh no he's 45 that's fine Ivan Tony's 60 oh you know what we'll do Zub, uh zubamendi we'll no, go to 60 right on Zubamendi to make it fair with Scott and now you're at zero and nobody's mad at you for not spending all your money
2: I was going to give it to the also Foundation, but hey, not to worry. <laughs> you do. Okay, your own all right. Thing. Well,
1: well, you, you know what? We're going to raise at least that much in our fundraiser in April. We, the, the, the foundation almost has too much money now. Um, okay. So let's go to list two. So just to run it back Nico Williams, Ivan Tony, Zubamendi, Ketty Ezekiel Fernandez. So we've replaced Party and Sambi with Zubamendi. We've replaced trissard with Nico Williams. We've added Ivan Tony up front, I guess, replacing Eddie as well. Caddy um, Oglu comes in to just bolster the defense. We haven't really lost anybody that we're using, so yeah. I didn't want, I like I didn't want okay. to lose
2: anyone. I wanted to I wanted to boost the fullback area because I want to because I now know I can use Kivio and White as centre backs if we get any problems with our first choice centre backs. Yeah, I like that. So, so yeah, that was my plan there. So okay, my second, what, what are we doing with list two? The list two, just the Aussie Men list, I can't ignore him, right? When you yeah. look at, again, going back to what I think this team needs, this team needs somebody that when a center backs so or the other team are putting their shin pads on, they are shitting themselves, they're coming up against a forward. Not coming up against a group of forwards, but a forward. It's going to make them not sleep the night before. And so Aussie is the best at that. You know, whether I think he can trap it outside the box or not, he's paying a lot of our time in the other person's half. And this guy in the box turns into, it's almost like Clark Kent. Outside the yep. box, he's got, he, he doesn't look like a superhero. Inside the box, I don't know what happens. Right. So, um, he's
1: a box disruptor.
2: Oh, my God. It just, it's just incredible. We watched him do, really. It, it was incredible, mm-hmm. wasn't it? To see him switch on in that box. It just, I don't know what happens there. Um, so I got him as 100. Are you comfortable with 105? Yeah, I can do it. One hundred five doesn't bother me. Um, He's got a one hundred
1: twenty to one hundred thirty euro release clause. R-
2: yeah, I reportedly. heard it was one hundred thirteen million euros was the release clause. But
1: uh, I'll it give. We can do it one hundred and five based on the reporting I'm reading. But if you yeah. know, if we need to argue about it, we can come back. But yeah, okay. So with Awesome Hen, that leaves you only ninety five. You got a lot of talent to bring in with just ninety five remaining.
2: Yeah, and I and I just kept it the same. Nico Williams and Zubimendi. and there's my okay. two. And so when you go for an you're literally saying i I can't do what I need to do everywhere else right so um that that was my that was my second list
1: okay and that so um here's what we're gonna do
2: I almost wanted to highlight the fact that um if you do go for Nosimen, you may not get all the trinkets on the tree that you want.
1: Okay, I'm not going to even call out the fact that that puts you 10 over your spend because you have one list that worked out fine, but we'd either need to get Awesome Hen and, and, and Zubamendi down a little bit.
2: Um, you think Zubi I had Zubamendi at 51, so did you, right?
1: Yeah, well, and, and if I do Awesome Hen at 105, that still puts you slightly over, but if Awesome Hen is 102 and Zubie's 51, you're fine.
2: So Cool, cool. Yeah, That's my three, and I did a last list with a player which I've... Which I've liked. And I feel frustrated that we didn't quite do it. He felt pricey at the time. But I look at him and think, mate, you you suit Arsenal. And and that's Alexander Isak. And so Mm. the Isak list, this is. I do like him. Yeah. And I had him, it could be wrong, they bought him at 61. I had him, and I don't think they're going to sell him, because they're going to get rid of Callum Wilson first. Why wouldn't you? Because his hamstrings are all over the place. And um, But yeah, if there's a prime player they had to lose, he'd be the one. I had him at 70. That's probably way out of order, really. But
1: I don't know. So, So is he worth more now than he was when they bought him? I mean, the issue you have is when they bought him, he was on a nothing wage, right? And now I mean yes he's good and he's coming from the Pr- Premier League but you know now you got a guy who's on 120,000 a week. Now that's I mean that's peanuts when you think about like what we're giving some of our guys so fair enough. I mean how about what if, what if we say 75 million? You think that that does it? Um, blah, blah, blah. I mean his transfer marked value is 70 million euros. But yeah. I I think that's, I, I mean, I it's going to sell to a too. rival in the Premier League. Let's do 70. Let's do 70, because I genuinely don't know. I don't think Newcastle would even sell to us, frankly. I doubt it. But, I mean, maybe they would. But this is the interesting thing with, with Newcastle. They're not going to have Champions League next season. They've got some FFP considerations. They're going to start getting their revenues up, because now they've got, obviously, all the investment opportunities, and they have, um, you know, the... The last year of ownership before the Saudis will drop off the three-year period of review, so they'll be okay probably from FFP. But losing Champions League will hurt. Maybe there is a chance to pry someone like him away. Another guy that I feel like is a guy who will try to leave is probably Bruno Guimaraes because he just seems like.
2: The and kind PSG, of guy uh, if PSG, they're not going to get anything for Mbappé, are they? But PSG are sniffed around him, and yep. it, it makes a bit of sense for him, um, but. He's actually the one. He's the golden child from that from that team for me, and he's 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 still untapped, you know. So um, six foot four wing forward can play centre forward, obviously can play off the left. He doesn't. It he does it with uh, Wilson on occasion. It doesn't seem to work for them, but I'm sure it could work for us, you know. So um, yeah, I like him a lot, a lot. I will um, let
1: you know. This is how tricky our listeners are, Clive. The link mm-hmm. for this sheet is out there because I put it out on previous episodes. And so you can view the sheet. You can't edit it, but you can view it. Mm-hmm. We have a listener viewing the sheet right now, watching yeah, these cool. changes in real time. I love cool. it. Okay, um, this, Isaac this for go. 70. What are you doing next?
2: Disco boys are unbeaten, mate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I kept Nico Williams again at the at the Nico. same price. I've got two new players right. to discuss. Okay. And these are just players that I just like. And it's the idea. Coupe Miners played for Atalanta, a centre mm-hmm. mid. When we're looking for a Shaka replacement, I liked him a lot. And when I was just thinking we're going to replace Shaka um, with something close to him, I liked him because I think he's better technically. I think he's got a banging shot. He's a dead ball specialist. Can play centre back and centre midfield. Can play six or eight. And he's ball dominant. And I just like him. I can't, you can't help what you like in life. <laughs> I just always mm-hmm. liked him. And I don't understand why he doesn't get more people looking at him. Because what I like with players, where we're going right now, I don't want, we don't suffer fools. We, we don't suffer people with poor technique. His ball striking and delivery into the box is just unbelievable. You know, he would immediately become our free kick taker, you know? Yeah. And um, so, yeah. The player that I like, I, I put forty down, but you could get him. A, I bet he's less than that. But I put forty down just because no one's going to sell it to Premier League cheap, right? So, um,
1: okay, let's go forty. That might be a tiny bit light, but I'm comfortable with it.
2: Okay, and I don't know if I've got enough money for this And,
1: and he's he's your what? Do you have him as as sort of a party replacement?
2: I'm as a midfielder, right? A midfielder, okay, just generic. Um, yeah, a midfielder, uh, a six or an eight. You know, so um, doesn't what you know in the way we set up. It doesn't really matter, does it? Just it's it's about whether you're going to be part of the build up, which he can be, you know. But he can play in the front five as well as the, as the eight, so not a problem there. And the last player I've got is more of a, a, a centre back, um, but can play either side, even though he's left footed. And his name's Gonzalo Inassios at Sporting Lisbon. Now, at the start of the month, I was looking at Diamande, who's also at Sporting Lisbon. But I've been watching the African Nations and he's very young. And he looks young. You know, and there's lots of people looking at him, Real Madrid looking at him. Diamande, Arsenal, obviously he played against Arsenal in the um, Europa League last year and was excellent. But I just looked at him, mate, and I'm just not sure if he's if he's good enough to hold our back line. And people are gonna to say to me, Oh my god, Clive, you're so wrong. But mate, I watched the Ivy Coast games, and he's not he's, he even got dropped for the game last night. So I'm not so sure. But Inasios is his partner, he's a left-footed player, but he also they 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 do a back three, they build up in a three. But you often see the videos of him playing on the right hand side and the left-hand side. Now, if we were to lose Kivior, this would be the this would be the perfect player to come in for. Yeah, you know, just as a general point. Um because I'm not sure Kivio's fully settled. This guy's a bit quicker, a bit more dynamic, and just just a little bit better for me. you know. So just a player I want to introduce to the, the disco boys, and they can have a look around and uh, give me a kick in if they, if they like him or not. But I, I looked at him, and I, and I quite liked him, particularly on the outside, center back. I think he looks very quick into those corners.
1: So I love that you've done three lists, because it it really drives something home to me, Clive. I like the Awesome Hen list the most, I think. And, and here's why. You have Nico Williams in all three. You have Zubamendi in the Awesome Hen and Ivan Tony list. So you've got Katie Oglu and Ezekiel Fernandez. We've seen it with Sambi. We've seen it with Vieira. We've seen it with... Eh, Trissard probably is a hit, actually, to be fair. You know, but with Kivir, with things like this. Like, these 20 million, 10 million, 15 million, 30 million pound players... They just, we have not been able to change the level with them. And if you look at it, you can get Zubamendi and Nico Williams. And then you can either have Ivan Tony and two punt-ish level talents, or you can have Awesome Hen. And I think what wins you shit is the elite talent, the superstar talent. And so if you think Awesome Hen is the striker, the world's going to, Know about in the next few seasons if he's ready to be the guy, and if what we need is a battering ram in the box who's going to turn all this dominant final third possession into goals. Which I'm, I wasn't so sure on our scouting report, but the, you know, the more I look at where we play with the ball and what we need, he he strikes me as someone that can deliver it. Yeah, I can give up a Kadioglu and an Ezekiel Fernandez to upgrade from Tony to Awesome Hen, absolutely. And list four, I like Isaac. A hell of a lot. But again, is you know, are Coop Miners and Ignacio like are they I- I- Ignacio, sorry, are they See, that's an interesting one, I guess, in the sense that Isaac and Awesome are pretty close to me in some respect, but they're different types of players. And and again, I am leaning towards the idea that what we need is the battering, not the battering ram makes Awesome sound like he's not skillful. I mean the 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 guy to, to turn to turn that dominance in certain areas of the pitch into goals, into chances. So I, I do think, Clive, that there's a point here that elite talent's what win you, wins you titles. Collecting a lot of mid-talent doesn't win you a title. Being able to name 20 players in your squad who are all pretty good doesn't win you a title. Being able to name 12 or 13 that are elite wins you a title. And so I think I'd go for the smaller list with the higher ceiling. And I think it's and Williams and Zubimendi.
2: Yeah, that that's the sort of thing that changes your life. And if I'm Arsenal, mm-hmm. I'm buying a fullback. You know, a, a, I, I would go for thirty kilo But that's the sort of thing that changes your life. In the end, the way we are as Arsenal fans right now, we're not having people that don't do it. We're just not having mm-hmm. them. We we pretend we are. We pretend we are. We're patient. We're not having it. it we're not. We just we won't. We're not prepared to wait. Either do it or you're not. You're you're not there. And so yeah. sometimes going, are we at the stage yet where we at the we can only shop at Harrods? And that's why I want to the three lists. And I'm, you know, Super Mendy, that is still, there's still a punt there. You could say, well, actually, there's still a punt there, but everything you read says. I don't says, think he's a punt. Yeah. Everything yeah. you read says, he's, he brings that thing just—they. Just, they, I read something the other day they say if you want to watch a game through Busquets that's the way to watch a game and they're saying that about this kid now if that's true or not I'm not so sure but I think we need a ball dominant midfielder that wants to progress and he's the one for me so
1: interesting when I had the discussion with Scott this came down to he had 60 million to spend was he going to do it on Zubamendi or Onana and he mm. was kind of like one or the other makes no difference to me does. doesn't don't know and he's well right
2: enough. He's right. Anana yeah. yeah. is not Different a progressor though. Right. It depends what yeah. you're trying to achieve. You might say, well, actually, we're going to defend. At the moment, I think we defend in a, in a back four diamond. We have a three plus mm. one with Rice in front. I think that's the future. But what if we decide to go two plus two? right? two? Two centre-backs mm. and have Anana and Rice in front and say to everybody else, see you later. Do you know what I mean? See you, come back when you're ready. Because you ain't scoring past that four, are you, really? And so um and so it's, it's just your it's your system it's your style really but um, but I totally get that from Scott
1: yeah and I think it, it'd be interesting to see the direction we go but I do think when I look at these lists what jumps out at me is one list has three players all of whom we think are the kind of talent where they could force themselves into the starting lineup of a title winning Arsenal and the other lists, Are more efficient in their spending, but maybe don't have that absolute elite high-end man up front that you need to win things. So it'd be interesting to see which direction the club goes. But I think when I look at these, because you know, I've been pretty warm to the idea of Tony, even potentially over awesome hen, just from a potential value standpoint. And you know, he's done it in the Premier League, it's a little less risky. But then I look at these lists and I say, going from Awesome hand down to Tony spend-wise. What does that actually get you in other positions? And unless, you know, now look, the thing that makes this exercise we're doing, Clive, a little unique is we capped it at 200 million spend no matter what we sell. Like the club could go spend 350 this summer. You know, I, I don't I know. Think be churn and they can say year. we're going to do Ivan Tony, but we're also going to go out and buy Isaac as well. You know, I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, but I think we could do churn like this year. The th- there's there's two or three players I'm, I'm going to mention. Them. It might get people crazy, right? But I'm going to mention them because the trickiest with selling is to sell them before they're ready to be sold. And there's there's one player that if it was part of a deal for men, that we could move on, and that could be Gabriel Jesus. And people don't want to hear it. But if you can tell me in your in your heart, do you think he's gonna be physically better in a year's time than he is today? Then I'm all good. And these are sort of things you have, these are the sort of gambles you have to take. If Napoli say you can have Ossiman for 105 million, we want Jesus for 50 million, what do you do? What do you do? And these are the challenges that you have. And it could happen. It could happen. And I would say, you know what? I've, I'm I'm on three knee ops. I might take it. Mm-hmm. That's the challenge, right? A <laughs> You've gone one. sad. You've gone sad.
1: The more I kind of understand the thinking, let's uh, let's leave it there. Well, and well, I was going to say we'll an instant reaction later today, but by the time you're listening to this probably already listened to the 10 nil instant reaction so uh all good clive enjoy the game i'll talk to you after and um we'll have a main pod on thursday i won't be on it so all the more reason to check it out and then hopefully some fun happening around the liverpool game that i'm still trying to get the details on so we'll leave it there clive's on twitter clive ufc thank you for being director of football uh i will get arsenal to send you your check
2: thank you very much
1: My name's to tell about me twitter again we love you now this is weird because i don't know which game i'm supposed to say do I say the one the listeners have coming up or do I say the one I have coming up? I think I got to say the one I have coming up because I think it's a jinx otherwise. So we love you and we'll talk to you after Arsenal 10. us. now.